Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, founder of Style Story, where you can shop, learn and explore the world of Korean skincare and your guide to everything you need to know to perfect your own K-beauty routine at home. So welcome back to the show for another week. Uh, It's another week where I must admit that I am still not 100%. I've got the runny nose, the cough, the throat that's kind of playing up. So if I sound a little bit more nasally than normal, you'll just have to bear with me. Uh, I don't know what is going around at the moment, but so many people that I'm speaking to uh, all around the world actually are telling me that they're sick as well. So look, I think it's something in the air still from, you know, all these years of people in masks and trying to prevent getting COVID and whatnot. And now I think just the regular old cold and flu are obviously back in force. So you will have to forgive me. I don't sound as clear probably as normal. uh, And that's because I don't feel as clear as normal. I feel quite congested and a little bit gross, but I am Definitely keen to jump into some news headlines and see what is going on at the moment. And one of the things that I myself have noticed, and I wasn't surprised to see in the news, that obviously there are a lot more tourists back in Korea, visiting Korea again. Uh, And we spoke throughout the pandemic quite a few times about the impact on uh, of the lack of tourists on the industry on certain places in Seoul probably the hardest hit area I think was Myeongdong uh, and that is mainly because it is such a huge tourist trap is probably the wrong word for it but it kind of is Myeongdong is an area in the middle of Seoul and it is really at this point completely set up for tourists Very few Koreans head out there for a day of shopping. Very few people that live here would head out there for a day of shopping, but it is a great place to take people that are visiting. It's a very... I guess, easily accessible place for a lot of tourists. And a lot of people will usually have that on their list as a place to visit. Now, the reason why normal people don't tend to hang out there much, apart from the fact that it's always super crowded, is that it really is set up for tourists. It's set up for people that are doing bulk shopping and all of those kind of things. I'll never forget one time I went in there. I was working. I used to, uh, my office used to be in the area and I was working in there uh, and popped into one of the stores during my lunch break and I literally just wanted to buy a couple of sheet masks and it was impossible to buy them in anything other than packs of like 10 uh, you know all sort of grouped together like a lot of the time they'll sell them in packs of a hundred so that's the kind of um, shops and things like that that have popped up in that area are really specifically to serve tourists uh, so you know it's not to say that if you walk down one of the streets in Myeongdong you won't see any Koreans like it's not it's not that extreme but the majority of people that hang out there are tourists so obviously when the flights stopped uh, and there were no tourists in the middle of the pandemic that that was one of the areas that was really badly affected and it was pretty much a ghost town for a couple of years. A lot of the stores shut down, uh, the big tenants moved out of the area. But tourism is back. I'm not going to say it's back to what it used to be. I don't think it's quite there yet, but certainly I'm hearing a lot more um, different uh, languages around uh, Seoul these days. If I'm on the train or whatnot, I can hear 
people coming from other countries who are clearly here on holidays or to visit or whatnot. So that made the news this week. A lot of the Chinese and the Japanese tourists who are visiting Korea are shopping for cosmetics and perfume. So the Korea Chamber of Commerce and Industry conducted a survey of 400 foreign visitors uh, to Korea. And what they found was that depending on where they come from, they're here for a reason and they're shopping for certain reasons. So 76% of Chinese tourists said that they spent money on cosmetics and perfume. So the majority, the majority of Chinese tourists. Uh, But in terms of what other people from other countries were shopping for, it really did vary. So the Chinese tourists love their cosmetics and and perfume. Japanese tourists apparently had a high proportion of food products that they were after, 41.9%, whereas cosmetics for the Japanese was only at 32.4%. Whereas American tourists... 43% of them, 43.4% of them said that they bought clothing and leather. So a really big difference depending on where the tourists are coming from. Uh, In terms of their average shopping spend, uh, people from Asian countries in general spent a lot more than people coming from America and Europe. Uh, the biggest was a Chinese tourist who spent uh, 15, the 1500 So a v- big variation in how much people are spending, depending on where they're coming from as well. Uh, but according to the survey, the product groups preferred by foreign tourists overall were clothing and leather, which was 30.8%. Cosmetics and perfume was at 30%. And then groceries was for 293 And they conducted the survey at lots of different tourist destinations, I guess you could say. Myeongdong obviously was one of them. Gimpo Airport uh, was another one, Hongdae, and then at Gwangdok Station. So Gwangdok is a pretty big interchange in uh, Seoul uh, because there's lots of different subway lines that connect there, and it's also a stop on the um, railroad express as well. So that's a good place to ask people, I I would definitely say. I know I've dropped my mum at Gwangdok Station before to catch the uh, airport the airport bus, airport train, airport train, airport train out to the airport. So that's a pretty popular uh, place for tourists as well. So that was in the news headlines this week, and it certainly accords with what I've seen um, as well. So I think probably more tourists will be coming back as more flights open up. I know Korean Air just reopened permanently the Brisbane to Seoul route, which had been closed throughout the pandemic. So that is very good news for me. I will definitely be jumping on that flight later this year. Uh, And I think similarly, a lot of other routes that had been closed are opening up again as well. So a good time to visit Korea if you are thinking that you might, you know, want to want to visit one day, things are getting back to normal here is I guess the the key thing to know. Now on to our question of the week and one of our listeners asked me on Instagram. She said, I'd love to gift my mum some Korean skincare. She's in her 60s. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, And of course, I definitely do have recommendations, but I wanted to sanity check my recommendations. I can obviously recommend things based on, you know, the popular sellers on our website and the products that people of that age group tell me they love, but I wanted to sanity check this with my own mom because she is also in her 60s. So I thought that that would be a good way to do it. So I've pulled some stats and results 
Our best sellers for this age group on stylestory.com.au are Applebee's Collagen Peptide Moisture Cream and the Collagen Propolis Eye Cream. They are very popular products. People in that age group absolutely love them. They rave about them and they tend to repurchase them as well. Uh, So those are two very popular options if um, either of those sound like something your mum would like. Now, my mum's personal favorites are Jelly Co's Dewy Glaze Toner and the Subi Powder Cleanser. My mum is also a big powder cleanser girl, I guess you could say. She basically, ever since we discovered them years ago, she has only ever used powder cleansers. So she also really loves them as well. Uh, And we've definitely had good feedback on uh, that powder cleanser as well for mature aged uh, customers who really, really enjoy that. So she's definitely not alone there. I think in general, I don't think you can go wrong with either Solwasu or the history of who as gifts either for people with skin in their sixties. They're very beautiful. They're beautifully packaged. They look like the kind of things that you would like to receive as gifts. The only downside, I guess, if you could say, is that they are quite pricey. Um, And particularly if you're talking about gifting full size products, then, you know, that can run you into the hundreds of dollars very, very easily. So that would be one downside. We do have a Solwasu gift set with some uh, deluxe minis on the Star Story website. That is a very good option. It comes in its own box. Uh, so it definitely looks like it's supposed to be a gift, but it's under a hundred dollars. So if you are after something, a hundred dollars AUD too, so a lot less in USD. <laughs> so if you're after something like that, I could recommend uh, a deluxe mini version. But otherwise, the full size products they look they're not cheap. Um, they're not cheap here in Korea either. So you know, for context, they are more pricey products, but they are the kind of things that people do tend to gift people, uh, and you'll often see people stocking up on things like that when they're in the duty-free stores in the airport because they are very nice gifts to take back for people as like a memento of your time in Korea. Uh, So we've got both of those brands, select products from both of those brands on our website as well if you're looking for them. Uh, And I guess now would be a great time to mention if you are gift shopping for mom, Mother's Day is coming up soon uh, and we are still running our buy one, get one free promotion for Mother's Day for our Jelly Coat Cherry Blossom Sleeping mask. So if you would like to pick up one of those for yourself and one for mum, the second one will be on us. Uh, so all you need to do to redeem the offer is go onto the product page, scroll down a tiny little bit and you'll see a present or a gift icon and it will say buy one, get one free for Mother's Day. If you click on that, it will add the offer into your shopping cart uh, so that you can just check out with it. That's all you need to do. There's no coupon codes. We've had a couple of people emailing us asking for the code. There is no code. All you need to do is click on the gift icon and then both of the products will be added to your cart. Just make sure that there are two in there before you check out. Uh, And yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the mums and to all the people that would like to pick up a mask for themselves at the same time. All right, now let's take a look at some new K-Beauty products. We've got some new things on the website. So first up, and this was very requested, was the Mary and May's Vegan Blackberry Complex Cream Essence. So if you have been on Instagram, you might have seen this one. It is a very interesting looking product because it's got this, uh, the blueberry color, I guess you could say, and a cream in it as well. 
Uh, and it does actually contain um, blueberry. It's got blue lotus water. It's got jojoba seed oil, Centella asiatica, ceramide NP, lots of lovely ingredients in there. It's one of these ones that you shake up and then pour onto a cotton pad to use. Uh, if you're a fan of products like Laneige's Cream Skin, you will probably like this as well. Very similar uh, functionality for this product as well. Now, the other thing that I have a feeling may also be a good option for people looking for Mother's Day gifts is Coelph's Rose Petal Foot Mask. Now, this is not one of the peeling style foot masks. This is one of the moisturizing ones. So if you've seen the peeling style ones, they're the ones that have like little mask booties that you put onto your feet. And then, you know, three to five days later, they your feet start peeling like crazy. This is not that type of mask. It looks the same, but what they do is they actually just help with um, dehydrated legs and, um, you know, anytime your legs like really dry out and they have a bit more dead skin on them, this basically just nourishes them and it gives them a lot of hydration. And you might think, oh, that probably doesn't do as much as the peeling ones. You would be surprised how much better the feet look after you take off these masks. Uh, Don't underestimate it. And if you don't have time in your schedule to do, to deal with the whole peeling situation, because you kind of need a week where you're happy for your feet to just be in socks if you're going to do those if you don't have that kind of time up your sleeve but you do have dry feet try these they're beautiful uh they are basically shaped like a sock uh and you just put them on i normally put them on while i'm wearing tv uh, wearing tv what <laughs> watching tv watching tv i can put my feet up you know for like an hour at night after i've done everything after i've cleaned up from dinner all of those kind of things like nine o'clock at night sitting down watching some tv pop one of these on and honestly your feet will feel a lot better and they'll look better as well. Uh, And these ones come with a really nice uh, rose petal flower, floral, flower, let's call it floral design on the mask as well. So these would make a really nice gift, cheap and cheerful and they actually work. So I can highly recommend these ones. Now we have had uh, an influx of new reviews, product reviews on the website. And literally all of the ones that I'm going to read out today were repurchases, people repurchasing for like the third or fourth time. Uh, So that's an interesting trend. These all came through on the same, like around the same time. So I'm going to read them out. The first one was for our bubble tea steam cream and our review gave it five stars. She said, my holy grail moisturizer. I'm onto my fourth jar of this, I think. It's absolutely my holy grail moisturizer. I've got combination skin and tend to go lighter on application in the morning morning and heavier at night and it works an absolute treat I wake up with clear super soft skin I recently got sucked into buying a moisturizer from a non-k-beauty brand and my skin did not react well to it well past what I had hoped was just initial purging shame on me so I ran straight back to this cream and within a single application my skin was so much less inflamed it really is fantastic highly recommend 
recommend. I won't be straying again. Thank you very much for sharing your review and glad to hear that uh, this was able to sort that situation out. There's nothing worse, is there, than you know venturing out and going, why did I do that? I do the same thing, so I, sp- I speak from experience. Uh, our second reviewer was reviewing Subi's Bare Skin Balm, and she also left a five-star review for this. She said, best cleanser. I again recommend the purchase of Subi's Bare Skin Balm. It's the fourth time I bought it and I cannot get enough of it. It melts on my skin and after cleansing, I feel fresh and I don't have the feeling of makeup residue. So thank you very much for sharing that review. And the third one uh, was from another customer, a different customer for Subi's Powder Cleanser. She left a five-star review for this and she said, it's the best cleanser I've ever used. Lovely foamy cleanser. Just bought my third bottle, nearly ran out. So short and sharp, but thank you very much for sharing your thoughts with us for everyone that has shared their reviews. Now, don't forget, we do give you points every time you share reviews on our website. They're automatic. They will be credited to your account. Uh, And if you'd like to redeem them, all you need to do is visit your rewards points wallet. You'll probably have a few different discounts in there if you've shot with us before. So you just select whatever discount you would like to uh, put towards your purchase because you can only use one at a time. So you select the one, most people choose the one with the highest value on it, download the code for it and you enter that at the checkout. That's how the rewards program works and is set up. So don't forget to do that next time you're checking out. If you have bought anything or left a review, you will definitely have points in your rewards points wallet. Now, my recommendation of the week for this week is something a little different from normal because normally I don't tend to recommend skincare products because that's kind of the whole point of this podcast. We're talking about skincare the whole time. I try and find something else. However, this recently, this week, would we say this week? I think it was last week. Last week, a piece of very useful information came to my attention. A lot of people at the moment are in love with the Rare Beauty Lip Oil from Selena Gomez's Rare Beauty line. And it came to my attention that Ms. Gomez is actually making these products right here in Korea. So that sort of led me to take a closer look at it because I'd seen it on Instagram, but hadn't um, paid a whole lot of attention just because it's not actually available for sale here, I think, in uh, Sephora, whereas it is overseas. So I kind of clocked it and moved straight on. But as I've looked at it, I have realized that it's actually very similar. So she calls it a lip oil, but I don't know that there's anything necessarily oily about the formula. And there are quite a lot of other products that perform If not the same, then quite similarly, it is quite a Korean style of lip tint product. So if you are in the market for something like this, maybe you can't get your hands on these products as easily as you would like to, either because you live in a country where it's not sold or they are sold out in your country, then I would strongly recommend having a look into some K-beauty options. Now, the really, really popular ones over here that have been trending for a while that I actually think are quite 
quite similar are the Romand ones. So Romand has lots of different variations. The really popular one is the Juicy Lasting Tint. Uh, and this is one that I myself have used for years. My favorite color is Fig Fig. Um, but it, it, they come in lots of different colors. You will be able to find a color that you like. If you cannot get your hands on the Rare Beauty product, then that would be a good one to look into, I would suggest. Now, I'm not saying it's a dupe. I'm not saying it's exactly the same, but I am saying that very similar in style to a lot of the products that are trending here at the moment. And hers is also made in Korea. So, you know, in terms of like the manufacturers that there are in the market, uh, I think that you will be happy or pleasantly surprised with some of the Korean versions. If you haven't already tried one of them, I would recommend it. That is my recommendation for this week. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. And if you have, I would love a rating and a review and feel free to share the podcast with anyone else that you know who might be interested in picking up some new tips and tricks from this side of the world. Uh, You know, we do things a little bit differently in K-Beauty. We do things... uh, our own way. (laughs) But there are a lot of global beauty brands that are, you know, manufacturing products here at the moment, like Rare Beauty, and just a lot of people, I guess, picking up tips and tricks from here as well to incorporate into their own routine. So if you have someone like that in your circle that, you know, isn't big into K-beauty, but you think they could, you know, find some of this information useful, I would love for you to share the show with them. Until next time, I will see you on Style Story. 